Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium in training. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we go on our paranormal investigations, ghost hunting trips, and crossing over earthbound spirits along the way. This is Ghosties. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morrow. <laughs> Sorry about us. We have not been drinking. No. Maybe we've just we been awake for forever. Yeah. This morning. Yeah. It's been a long morning. Mm-hmm. We said this. Um, Missy and I try and double up a lot of times when we do our episode recordings, but we had uh, the Kamikaze Crow hit. <laughs> yeah, that was today. The window this morning. Flew right into the window. It sounded, seriously, it sounded like somebody picked something up and threw it at the window. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm surprised it didn't come break the window, I to know. be honest. I know. The Gosh. speed that that thing. That would have taken you right window. out. Oh, listen. <laughs> the anxiety is already, like, through the roof today until we grounded, and um, that would have just set it over. Mm hmm. I know, you've been like, you know what, we got to reschedule this. Because <laughs> I've already been worried that something was going to happen today, y'all. I had a headache last night that, of course, my anxiety was like, it must be the Rona. And really, it's it's probably not. Um, and I never get headaches. So then I thought to myself, okay, if something comes up and Christina can't make it tomorrow, that means it is the Rona. And that's the guys telling her not to come. Oh, yeah. So that was, I was almost waiting. Like, please don't cancel. Mm-hmm. Is he awake? Mm-mm. We're looking at little Logan. He's making a lot of noises. Making noises? Oh. Oh. The lies are perking. Of course they are. He's like, oh, mom's working. It's time to make noise. <laughs> yep, he's starting to look around. Super. Nothing to see here. He might go back to sleep. Maybe. Oh. Sorry, everyone. We're, like, ignoring you. I know. Looking at my child. Anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, the great crow of 2021 hit the window this morning. hmm And here we are. We made it. We made it through one episode. Now we just have to truck on through this one. I know. And today, this episode is going to be about the Bermuda Triangle. <gasps> yes. Let me tell y'all. I remember somehow, I don't know how I learned about it when I was younger, but it always terrified me as a kid. I know, right? Me like too. Like, you were just going to get sucked away. Like Absolutely. If you don't ever go near there. Yeah. So, do you know that Mike, when we were trying to figure out places to go for our honeymoon, mm-hmm. he was like, I heard Bermuda's nice. And my mind was like, <laughs> nope. But I didn't tell him that. Mm-hmm. But that was my anxious mind going, you know what? Maybe I know, not. Right? We, um, I think we had to fly past. Um, through the triangle when we went to the Dominican Republic. You're lucky you're still here. I know, exactly. <laughs> I know. After all the research we've done, I'm like... That could have been it. I could have never met you. Disappeared off the face of the earth. I know. I know. I wonder about the path, too. I don't remember where we flew to to go to Aruba. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. But you know what? Me and maps, you know, we don't go hand in hand. So don't <laughs> ask me where to find Aruba on a map. I know it's way down there, but mm-hmm. which freaked me out in general. I know. Being out in the middle of the ocean. I know. Yeah. I just have an unnecessary feel, fear of like tidal waves and things. Like just, I know, right? I do. I used to have dreams of those as kids. Same. Mm-hmm. I still do. Mm-hmm. Why am I like this? They say that it's uh, water represents emotion or stress. My whole life has been filled of it. <laughs> Me too! 
seriously. I used to have those dreams, like, they were almost, like, stress dreams for Always. me. Always, yeah. I would be, like, be standing on a on like the shore of a beach and there would be this yeah. huge tidal wave coming in at me or i would be in a house and the it would be coming uh, over the house yeah. or like i'd be driving it was a lot of it was driving on the main beach road at nags head but it was like a lot of it had ro- eroded away uh, and i could yeah. see like the waves coming or being near the water oh gosh yeah I'm freaking out just thinking about it now I'm getting all stressed out <laughs> oh i'm starting to sweat but yeah bermuda triangle mm-hmm. did you know that Apparently, it's not even really a triangle. It's a trapezoid. I saw that. That's crazy. And I, I would not even, have known that. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the other thing. I didn't even realize really what a trapezoid was until my two-and-a-half-year-old child started drawing them because his dad taught him what trapezoids and rhombuses are. So Oh. He would ask me to draw a trapezoid, and I'd have to look it up on my phone because I forgot. <laughs> I mean, can you draw a rhombus? No. I can now. I still can't. Trapezoid, yeah. So yeah, it's a trapezoid, not really a triangle, but it's... That's crazy. Puerto Rico to Bermuda to Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this whole, like, I'm making a triangle with my hand so that you all can't see it, but we can see it. <laughs> yep, from, like, the coast, off the coast of Florida, down past Cuba, around Haiti. Um, the Bahamas are all through there. Bimini. Yeah. Um... Dominican Republic is down past there. Um, So it covers that whole little stretch there. I want to hear accounts of divers that have gone out that way and survived it. Oh, well then. Well, I have similar. I have one story about a diver that swam in there. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently, Christopher Columbus, when he was coming, um, remember how we talked about he saw that UFO. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, it was in this area. Oh. Where he allegedly saw that. And apparently their compass was going off. Like when they got near there, the compass wasn't pointing, I won't say due north or, you know, but That's it was. That's what they say. It, yeah. it points to true north and not the polar north. It's like it mm-hmm. goes off like a certain amount of degrees or something. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't figure out why. I didn't know that was the thing. I didn't know that there were two different Norths until we either. started doing this research. Until right now that you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was. I was just trying to play it off. <laughs> kind of like the time that I was thinking about yesterday when I posted on Facebook how I didn't know that who's the guy from Blurred Lines? Not Pharrell, obviously. You Robin Thicke. Yeah, I didn't know his dad was his dad. <gasps> Alan. Here's from Growing thing. Pains? When, would, when do you ever think of Alan from Growing Pains? 25 years ago. So when Robin Thicke's out making music, people have similar names. Oh, yeah. I never associate the two because when's the last time I've seen old Alan anywhere? <laughs> I haven't. He was on a Hallmark cookie competition movie one time. But I, either way, so I posted on Facebook and I'm like, did anybody else know this? Because I didn't realize. And so many other people were like laughing at me. I'm in the car with Shannon that day, and we're going to Bush Gardens, and she goes, did you see that some a-hole posted on Facebook today that they didn't know who? <laughs> and I said, Stop that was it. me. And we died <laughs> laughing. Died laughing. I so, can hear her saying oh that, Oh, my too. gosh. I'll call her later and get her to, oh, my gosh, we died. Anyways, she really didn't realize it was me. She's like, did you see some a-hole didn't know that Robin Thicke? And I was like, oh, my gosh. That was me. And I just looked around and said, that was me. That was me. Anyways, <laughs> I did not know there were two different Norths. I didn't either. I'm sorry if all of you did. This. That's my course with public school education. My yeah, bad. I didn't know. I thought that that was crazy. 
Well, where's why are there two Norths? I don't know. That was the thing. I thought is that, the world a lie? I don't. <laughs> Oh no! When I started reading that there were like two different Norths, that it would point to true North, then I thought like, okay, well, what does everybody use their compass for? Like, if you're not looking for true North, then how do you navigate Who your way a around? Compass these days, anyways, a Boy Scout? Do they even have them, or they use an app on their phone? Who knows? Can you even buy a compass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until okay. it comes to fruition. We will. But it's, it's precious. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. Two Norths. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking yeah. to see. You want to take a quick break? Yeah. We'll be right back, everyone. And we're back. Aruba, Jamaica. <laughs> Ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda, Bahama. Okay. We're back with the Bermuda Triangle. Yes. Here we go. All right. I've got some cool <laughs> stories that I found. I was watching this documentary the other day, and it's like some historical references to um, like things vanishing around the triangle. Ooh. Yes. Um, one of them is the USS Cyclops. It was a 542-foot-long Navy cargo ship with over 300 people on board. In March of 1918, it sank somewhere between Barbados and the Chesapeake Bay. It was set to arrive in Baltimore, and when it didn't arrive, they searched the path, but were unsuccessful. And the last known place that it was was wow. near the Triangle. Yeah. Wow. 300 people. That's crazy. Yeah. Goodness. And then I was also, I guess, um, from what I've been hearing and reading, is that the typical like search for an ocean like plane crash or ship or whatever is only like two days. What? And they give up. After they've called all the Coast Guard out and done all this. I don't know how true that is, but I've... That's, that's crazy. one of the things, and I was like, that sounds really, like, little. But I guess if they have the whole Coast Guard come out, like, planes and divers oh, and yeah, ships. and that's true. They have all their detectors and stuff to pick up on that. And I guess if they don't pick up on anything... Yeah, how can what you know? What can they really do? Wow. That yeah. would be a really scary thing to have to search for somebody on the water like that. Because it's so fast. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Like that, you, you know, remember the guy that um, his box truck went off the Chesapeake Bay Bridge? Ugh, Did you yes. see that he was found? Like yes. near Hatteras. Yeah. How crazy is that? I know. Sad. He was so sad. Bless him I and know. his family. Mm-hmm. All right. 1941, the USS Proteus Navy ship carrying 58 passengers from St. Thomas to the East Coast. Um, excuse me. Oh, it was carrying. It was going from the St. Thomas to the East Coast when it vanished. One month later, um, the USS Narius disappeared with 61 people on board along the same route. Mm-hmm. So that's two different ships within a month time frame that have gone from St. Thomas to the East Coast in that triangle area that just disappeared with no trace. It's crazy. And yeah, and a lot of these things, a lot of these ships um, were never found, nor were any of the people. Wow. They've had instances where the ships will come back. And I know you've read about that. Yeah. With that nobody, it's like a ghost ship. That's crazy. Nobody on board. That is but absolutely yeah, crazy. But yeah, some of them have just never been found. Mm-hmm. Ever. I think that's probably one of the creepiest things about it is that the ships will come back, but the people won't. Yeah. And we'll talk about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. The, this is, I guess, one of the most famous stories about it. Flight 19 
Um, it had it was five torpedo bombers, and they vanished on December fifth of nineteen forty five. Mm-hmm. All fourteen men disappeared without a trace. A thirteen man search crew also disappeared during the search. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It was so there. Yeah, they're flying over the area, and they just went off radar or whatever. And so they sent out a search crew, and the search crew disappeared. Also, <sighs> come on, that's crazy. Did you know that apparently the government or like the the White House government all they don't acknowledge that the triangle is even a thing. Yeah, like it's not even written anywhere. You can't find the Bermuda Triangle in any of their like that's not a thing. I think they know. They know. I think they it's absolutely like Area Fifty One's not a thing either, oh, yeah. is it? Oh, big whoop. They know. I'm sure that they've sonared that ocean floor so much that they know exactly what's doing. Oh there. yeah, for sure. They've set up shop. Oh well, one thousand percent. They know. Yeah. Don't get they it twisted. <laughs> I mean, we know nothing, but don't I hope us. I hope that somebody releases some of this stuff at some point. Tell us. Here is another one. On January 30th, 1948, the BSAA Star Tiger disappeared without a trace going from Santa Maria and Bermuda with 25 passengers and six crew on board. The U.S. Air Force had a five-day rescue effort. 26 aircraft flew 882 hours in total, but nothing was found. The surface crew also found nothing. One year later, in January also, which is interesting because some of these stories are like December, January, December, January, which is kind of, I don't know. Hmm. Um, January 17, 1949, the BSA Star Aerial disappeared. Seven crew, 13 passengers. Wow. Um, and this, these are aircraft, sorry. Um, weather conditions were excellent. So there was no reason for, there was like no bad weather, mm-hmm. you know, no reason for them not to be flying. Um, they were never seen again. Jeez. The U.S. Navy Task Force, headed by the USS Missouri, including two aircraft carriers, aided in the search. They covered 55,000 square miles, but finally, um, let's see, six days later on the 23rd of January, they abandoned their efforts. Wow. They said, um, this, oh, sorry, this is another one. 1967, there was a 590-foot cargo ship, Sylvia L. Asa, I could be saying that very wrong, disappeared with 37 people on board. Now, this one, their life preservers and lifeboats were found, but no ship or passengers or crew were ever found. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Where did they go? Exactly. They, were, they found their life preservers and their lifeboats just floating, but not a body, not a ship. That's crazy. Yeah. Weird. That's, yeah. Like they were just sucked down or something Uh weird. Huh. Anyways, moving on. Um, September 10th, 1971, Sting 27 Tactical Vanish. Um, and I guess these were planes. Sorry, I was typing this really, I was watching this documentary and like ferociously typing. Like, this is so (laughs) great. Um, there was a whole, there was, I guess they're called, like some of these planes are called the Sting 27, 28, 29, whatever. Sting 29 saw something weird in the water. And so um, they went to investigate further. The water was discovered with a long, oblong-shaped object, 100 by 200 feet in it. So there was this giant oblong-shaped thing in the water, okay? After this plane goes missing. Okay. 
The U.S. Navy sent a search ship out, but no sign of the plane or that object were found. Oh, my god! So gosh. this other plane, like, they were communicating with them, and then all of a sudden, this plane disappears. And at the same time, this other plane sees this giant thing Bang. in the water. But then when a Navy... And where... How fast... What is this thing? Where 100 by 200 feet. Yeah. It's in the water. Obviously, it wasn't speeding off. It was just there, and they were able to see it. So then they send out a Navy ship, and nothing's there? That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy to me. That's That's a weird one. Wow. It says, since 1945, over 123 aircraft have vanished over Bermuda, the Bermuda Triangle, and over 1,000 people have vanished. Wow. Each year, an average of four aircraft and 20 yachts still vanish with occupants on board. Oh, Every my year, gosh. The wreckage of those <clears throat> have never been recovered. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. I feel like they should make it. A no... No fly zone? Yeah, basically. Well, this, um, in February, and this is right around December, January, February, February 3rd of 2017, Mm -hmm. Turkish Airlines had to change direction from Cuba to Dulles after a sudden mechanical issue happened while they were flying over the triangle. I believe it. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. There's also these triangles, like the Bermuda, we're going to talk about the Bermuda one today, but there's also other triangles like this around the world. Mm -hmm. One of them is um, near Melbourne, Australia. Mm -hmm. There's another one in Mm -hmm. Alaska where there's sightings of a weird cryptid there. So we need to go back into these because that's not the only one that's seen a weird cryptid. I think the one in Japan. Oh, there's another one of the... There's a triangle in Japan. Oh, dang. And it's called like the Devil's Sea. Mm -hmm. Um, And they call it the Dragon's Triangle. And I think they've seen sea dragons. Wow. Yeah, so we need to look into these a little. We need to do like a part two and do the other triangles too and the cryptids that are seen near them. So that's very interesting, more of what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, this is a really cool story. I'll just tell about the Japan one and then we'll, um, you know, I'm not going to go into any more detail. This is known as the Devil Sea over there. And there was a giant ship in 1948 that sent out, they went out to sea and they sent out an SOS. All officers, including the captain, were found dead on that ship when they went to, like, rescue them. All officers, including the captain, were found dead lying in the chat room or on the bridge. They all had a look of horror on their faces, and and the dog that was on the board died, like, showing its, baring its teeth. So it was frozen like that. Oh, my gosh. Um, There were no signs of violence. Mm -hmm. These people just looked like they were in shock and had died. Okay. So while being towed to port, the ship caught fire and exploded. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, this is real. Like you can look this oh up. Oh my gosh. S S. Um, I'm gonna call say, it's O U R A N G. Orang Medan, I think is what it is. Okay. You can look it up. This is real. Um, the Japanese government declared the area as a danger zone. Over five military ships and search crew also disappeared around 1950 over there. Oh, my gosh. So there are the, more of these triangles. But, yeah, the Bermuda one is the one that's had the most, like, at least for us. And maybe, I mean, you would think that Alaska would because it's the U.S. also. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. almost like they entered into, like, 
whatever it is. Yeah. I wish you could see the looks that I'm giving Christina like <laughs> off alert. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Like they entered into that little portal or whatever. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So those are my, there's a ton of stories, but those are like the ones. And then we were even talking about, there was this, um, boat back in, what was it? Like December or something that went missing, leaving Bimini. Yes. Yeah, leaving Bimini, I think. To go to Florida or something. Mm-hmm. And they disappeared. Yeah. they. Mm-hmm. Did, I don't know if they found the boat, but not the people, or if they found nothing. I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they still, yeah, and I think it was in January, maybe. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's still happening. Wow. Yeah. But well, it's not a real place. It's not a real thing. <laughs> I know. So dumb. Thanks, government. <laughs> Well, okay, so one of the things that um, I did, and it was purely by accident. Can we, wait a minute, how are we only 11 minutes? Oh, this is the second one, we had to stop. Yes, yeah, the second We hadn't talked about anything, though. How are we still, all that only took 11 minutes? What's going on with the time? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's only 11.53, 11 minutes and 53 seconds, and it's 11.53. <laughs> That's crazy. Is the time. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> Something's going on. Um, all right. So when we decided to do the Bermuda Triangle episode, um, kind of purely by accident, I stumbled on two books um, that had some sections about the Bermuda Triangle. And one of them, um, if anybody's ever read <clears throat> Dolores Cannon's books, Dolores Cannon was a hypnotist back in the 60s and 70s that purely by accident discovered how to regress people to a past life. Um, during her hip, hypnotic regression <laughs> I sessions. I it was by accident. Yeah, she Whoops. just... All right, let's go with it. <laughs> they said that she was like, um, you know, back then, all they really knew how to do was to, like, hypnotize people and help them with bad habits, like smoking, you know, trying to help them quit smoking and losing weight and all that stuff. And um, they, you know, put this person in a deep level of trance through the, you know, hypnotizing, however she does it. And... Uh, this person started talking about past life memories. Um, so anyway, so she's got tons of books, at least 15 books, where she's put all of her patients' accounts that they decided to share um, into books. And it's nothing but past life regressions, basically. Before you go any further, what year, what time frame was Edgar Casey alive? You know? And he was born in the late 1800s and then died, I think, in the early 1900s, okay. like 20s or 30s or something. Because he did the sleep, like, go yes. out to sleep. And, well, apparently there's an account of him, from him, somewhere about Bermuda Triangle. Oh, I'll have yes. to look. Yeah. I've got a lot of his books. I'll have to look. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to look it up while you're talking. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to keep it open to share later and not interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> so in um, the Convoluted Universe book one um, by Dolores Cannon, there's a whole section uh, designated to the Bermuda Triangle. Um, and it talks about basically when she's talking to this person, she's talking to them basically while they're on the spirit side because this wasn't from a past life. They're talking to them while they're in the dead state, basically before they incarnate, at least in this particular account. Um, so Dolores asks her patient, do you have any explanation for the de- disappearances of ships and planes in the Bermuda Triangle area? And her patient said, much speculation has been put forth, which is erroneous at best. This area is a large vortex of energy, a vast and very powerful creative vortex of those energies now on this planet. It has erratic behavior in part due to the machinery lying beneath the ocean floor. It is inert, but not completely dormant. 
There are vast rivers of energy passing through this planet. Enough of the power left from this machinery could cause a focusing effect that would destroy the world if it had been used properly. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. They're, um, excuse me, they are not lost in a physical sense in terms of these people who pass through a doorway into another reality, for they are still here, but they are elsewhere in a different time. There is a belief that these people have died a natural death, but they are simply in another reality, in another plane of existence, in another time frame. This place, the Bermuda Triangle, is a bend or doorway, if you would like that analogy. These people are not harmed when they pass through other than psychologically, mentally, and emotionally oh, well, by this occurrence. Welcome to my life. <laughs> Their physical energy levels would have been raised by passing through this doorway. Many find that they have become most telepathic and clairvoyant because they find themselves in a reality much ahead of our own. Now, so, have we been, like, people like you that have open clairs have you been transferred into another time i anyway. don't know <laughs> sorry i'm just that's too much <laughs> so dolores asks um there have been reports of planes instruments going haywire right after this happens and her patient says this is accurate there is a disturbance in the magnetic flux this is a symptom of the phenomenon this flux is the result of bending of the earth's magnetic fields and other energy unknown to man at this time the instruments work on the presence of these fields being in their normal state. However, in the absence of a normal state of these fields, the instruments do not work as they were designed. So she says, so is this bend there all the time? Many people fly in and out of that area and have no issue. Her patient replies, it is not there all the time. That is accurate. It varies and is erratic. So Dolores says, when these people went through the doorway, would they land somewhere? Her patient replies, that is accurate, for there is a physical mass as it is in reality. They are still here on Earth. However, they are simply in another reality in another time, if you would choose to look at it that way. Hmm. She says, then some of these people may still be living, or have they grown old in that new time that they're in? The patient replies, that is accurate. Is there any way for them to get back? And the patient replies, no, there is no way for them to get back, being that the doorway is erratic and uncontrolled. The crystal that it, excuse me, the crystal in which sits in the midst of this machinery is broken. So based on the reflection of sun and the motion of the water would sway this crystal being broken they said almost like a broken mirror so if you want to visualize like a broken mirror you know and there's like this hunk hanging down from the mirror say the sun catches that mirror a little bit and it decides to shine you know this big reflection that's that doorway opening up oh my gosh. they said it's basically like it's just according to how the tides are moving and you know whatever is going on down below that the ocean surface so then um it said, uh, so what, I wanted to know what crystal they were talking about. I couldn't figure out, you know, what crystal are they referring to that's in the Bermuda Triangle? And basically what they went on to say was that uh, Atlantis, the lost city of Atlantis, had originally been off the coast of Africa. Um, and when the continent sank, it went into the ocean and eventually 
drifted with the tides towards right. the Bermuda area. And they said that they had such advanced technology within Atlantis that they had created almost like these machines using crystals. They would put them on top of a pyramid and those crystals could direct energy to move, say, large stones or it could move a house to a different place. That is insane. Yeah. So one of the reasons why they said that Atlantis fell into the ocean was because they had learned to use these crystals for things that were not good. They were using them to open black holes Mm. and to tamper with dark matter and dark energy. And because this wasn't supposed to be done anyway, eventually, um, from the way her books read, people that were on the spirit side seeing that this was happening knew that if they kept messing with it and effing around, they were going to destroy the whole world. It wouldn't just be them that they destroyed. And that is why we can't have nice things. (laughs) (laughs) That right there. Yeah. So they caused the continent to sink, basically, because of their greed. We're next. (laughs) Listen, don't joke. It's like that 2024 TikTok account. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We don't know what happened. Well, what happened was y'all got too greedy and the spirit world was like, we've had enough. Bye. So then the last thing um, that I saw, um, Sylvia Brown wrote a book called Secrets and Mysteries of the World. And she talked, she dedicated a whole chapter to the Bermuda Triangle. And she said, I thought this sounded like a fantastic story. And I have, I gave no credence to it until years later when a doctor friend of mine who I absolutely trust was dying of stomach cancer. He decided to take a trip to the Bermuda Triangle because he had heard about the healing powers of this place. He figured, I'm dying, what could it hurt? Right. No matter how many times he told the story, he always told it with such enthusiasm, awe, and gratefulness. It seems that he and three other people, one of whom was another good friend of mine who has an important position at IBM, I will keep his name private, They went to the proximate center of the Bermuda Triangle to go deep sea diving. My doctor friend reported seeing a pyramid with a crystal on top under the water. He tried to get closer to it, but was repelled by what seemed like an electrical force that went all through his body. She said it almost felt like a magnet, like he was pushing against the polar opposite of a magnet. This, I believe, wasn't just because of the pyramid, or the crystal on the pyramid. The crystals also tend out to send also tend out also mm-hmm. tend to send out an electromagnetic force. I'm sure that in the next 10 years or so, we'll find the remains of a pyramid with a crystal sphere as my friend saw, probably near Bimini, which is off the coast of Florida. Divers have found what looks like steps near Bimini uh, on on the ocean floor. That's so crazy. I know. But for some reason there has been no further investigation. To make a long story short, my friend's cancer completely disappeared, and he was stage four and terminal, much to the surprise of all of his doctors. Even though my my friend's doctor scoffed, it was proof enough for him. Um, so when she asked her spirit guide, Francine, about the triangle, she said, Francine says that the Bermuda Triangle was and is an intergalactic highway in which people could transport themselves from one planet to another in this kind of beam-me-up Scotty experience. People would place themselves in tubular chutes to be sent up or down to another planet. She said the only problem is that we don't have the technology to understand its concepts, 
nor do we know how to get in touch with the planet we're trying to reach. <laughs> so there's no give or take, basically. Um, she says, there doesn't seem to be any particular time that these events occur within the triangle or any atmospheric changes that cause them. Francine says that there are envelopes of time which open and close randomly based on the crystal's whereabouts within the ocean and what's moving up against it. Isn't that crazy? Well, here's what's going to happen. If you or I are ever diagnosed with a, a stage whatever, yeah. we're planning a trip. I'm serious. <laughs> I know. We're Isn't doing that it. crazy? Yeah. If I'm dying of cancer, just be like, hey, mm-hmm. we're going. I've heard similar stuff about the Great Pyramids of Giza, that people walk into the, the Pharaoh's tomb a lot and they're cured. We can go there too. I know. Either one. <laughs> I'm willing to try it. If I'm on the last years of my life or months or whatever, it's worth it. They say um, in that same book in the convoluted universe um, that inside each of the pyramids and below the sphinx, specifically like below the paws of the sphinx, that there are crystals down there that somehow or another holds this almost like godlike energy. Um, And they said in that book, I just finished reading that part yesterday, that the reason why these grave robbers and people would go in and then die all of a sudden, people thought that it was a curse that these pharaohs had put on the tombs. Um, but they said that these stones have the ability to reflect back on someone what their true intentions are. So if they went in there to rob the place, they robbed them of they, their life. They robbed them of their life. Lord. Yeah. So they said the crystal is so intelligent that it has the ability to recognize your intentions uh, and mirror it back. I know, right? Egypt it is. <laughs> Sounds better than the Bermuda Triangle to me anyways, because that means we'll all be safe. Well, and listen, scuba diving. Lord, you'd have, we'd both have to take a Xanax before Here's we did the thing. Snorkeling <laughs> almost takes me out, all right? Yeah. It does. I think about not being able to breathe. I think about water getting that too. I think about the creatures under the water. Yeah. I think about a lot down there. It's scary. I would just be freaked out underwater. Like, I could do snorkeling, but something about being that far underwater. I mean, you're in a, another animal's habitat. Yeah. <laughs> that has always freaks me out. Mm-hmm. And we would come across some cryptids or something. Like, knowing us. Like, it'd be like, hey. I know. You guys put that. Christina put the intention out that we want to have a weird experience. <laughs> so now we're going to see the Loch Ness Monster up close and personal. And never live to tell a tale. That's right. It would find, like, our little flippers and that's it. <laughs> Scare us out of our shoes. I know. So we did the Edgar Casey thing. hmm And, duh. He um, pretty much says the lost city of Atlantis is. <gasps> Stop it. And apparently there's some yeah. on Amazon you can buy. I just didn't look into it, but that's exactly what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've read it in multiple books now. In 1940, that mm-hmm. he, he predicted a portion of Atlantis would be found in 1968 and 1969 near that spot. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think that they know exactly what's down there. They, they have, know. They have to know. You guys know. What do you think is going to happen? if you tell us you think we're gonna like i don't know i wonder if my guess is is they probably don't know how to use whatever technology is sitting down there on the ocean floor because i'm sure it doesn't just stop with just that crystal up on the pyramid um we'll have to post um some of the pictures later i'm gonna make myself a note um we always say we're gonna post pictures and then we don't we posted a picture of the red coat that one time we did can't remember what we were gonna do last time we posted a picture of the hair 
coordinates. Coordinates. Yeah. Oh, the map of the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I ever say I'm going to post something, don't listen to me. <laughs> my ADD is Ooh. just too powerful. Excuse me, and you. My ear was just starting to ring all of a sudden. Post oh, ring. just like mine was during meditation. <laughs> it was so piercing. I was like, that is either a brain tumor or tinnitus or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Or something's mm-hmm. happening. It was bad. Yeah. Meditation. How dare you? <laughs> trying to ground the center. And That's crazy. Trying to get my anxiety down. It's like you have a ring in your ear. You're gonna die. I'm like, oh, <laughs> there's that anxiety coming back to get me. <laughs> you thought you were grounded. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, this was Bermuda Triangle. So that's our theory. At least my theory. Yeah. My theory is that Atlantis is down there. I, you know, what's funny is, like, I hear about Atlantis, but I haven't even looked enough into it. It's interesting. Yeah. It's very uh, that's interesting. That's one of the things I, all, I say also. Oh, I'm going to read up on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Little do you know. <laughs> I forget about it. I do we I, talk about it again? I hadn't started reading about it until I started reading these Dolores Cannon books. Because I, like, pretty much everybody, I thought that it was just a legend, you know? And um, she says it throughout her books, like... That legends usually have a bit of truth to them, and as she's found out over the years, some of the legends are actually true. It's like they say half of all jokes are actually right. Yeah, the truth. Mm-hmm. I know. So that's why I go. Just kidding, kind of. <laughs> Shana gets so mad one day. She's like, oh. <laughs> "Just kidding, kind of." <laughs> all right, guys. Cat meow. Uh, everything in my house just popped right after that. It did. That was strange. Do, do, do. Everything. Well, on that note, <laughs> bye, everybody. Okay, bye. <laughs>